Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, what's going on, guys? We got Rod Pampling on the podcast this week, Australian golfer. He had won three times in his PGA Tour career. His third win came at Shriners, and he beat Brooks Kepka. We joke about that and how that spurred Brooks on. This was in 2016. Spurred him on to win majors afterwards. They joked about it. Uh, there's just some fun stuff here. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Rod Pampling, father of three kids. He, they're, they're basically all teens right now. So what is that like as a dad? Um, he also has taught his son Sam the game of golf and what were the challenges as a pro golfer dealing with that he said it was one of the hardest things ever right because you know so much about the game but it's your son so he's hard-headed he's, he's going to listen to other people more than they're, he's going to listen to you and so interesting dynamic there that he brings up with fatherhood and, and trying to teach the game to his son but a lot of fun stuff here with Rod Pampling he's won twice on the PGA Tour champion so we talk about life on on this tour, the over 50 tour, the camaraderie, what it's like with the guys, the Aussies, what it was like to have so many Australians congratulating him after he won the SAS championship back in October on that last green, having Stuart Appleby, having Richard Green, and so many other guys celebrating with him, appreciating what he had done, sharing it together. So anyway, Rod Pampling here on Beyond the Clubhouse. Hope you guys enjoy it. And happy Thanksgiving week to everybody as well. Always really good to count your blessings. You spend some time with family, spend some time with friends if you can, and just soak it in. Appreciate what we have, right? Always good traditions there with Thanksgiving. So hope you are somewhere safe, somewhere fun uh, during this Thanksgiving week. And it's also, let's remember, there's golf going on. The Australian PGA is happening at Royal Queensland, and Rod Pampling's playing this week. And actually, in this interview... He jokes about, man, I hope when I play the Aussie PGA that I could take down Smitty. That's my goal. Cameron Smith, right? A lot of these Australians, it's a big deal if you can beat a young Cam Smith who won, of course, the British Open in 2022 at the old course. So it's interesting to see uh, what happens there. He actually leads Cam Smith by five shots after round one. So keep an eye on how that goes. But a lot of fun banter as he talks about Cam Smith. Uh, again, this is Rod Pampling, and we talked the very week after he won the SAS Championship in North Carolina. This was in Richmond, Virginia at Dominion Energy Charity Classic, which was a sit-down in the patio over by the driving range. It was a really fun setting, and uh, he was relaxed. He looked happy from talking to people Eric Layton, who works over there at the course, he said all week, Rod Pampling had a smile on his face, ear-to-ear grin. Of course, this guy's so happy to have won recently and to be coming off that win. So here we go. Rod Pampling on Beyond the Clubhouse. All right, I'm joined by Rod Pampling, three-time PGA Tour winner and now two-time PGA Tour Champions winner. Mm-hmm. You got it done in North Carolina. How did it feel? That was awesome. You know, it was, yes, it had been a little while, but... Uh, it's still just great. It doesn't matter when you win. It, it's a phenomenal feeling and just shows the work you're putting in is still, uh, you know, you still get the rewards from it. Well, what, what's the most satisfying, as you talk about rewards, what's the most satisfying part about winning at this level again? Well, uh, just against, uh, this, it's you know, it's still against your peers. You know, these are the guys I really played against 
my whole career and um, to be honest they haven't really you know we're a little bit shorter off the tee obviously but other than that everyone still plays phenomenal golf so to still um, get a win amongst these guys it, it's uh, it's just awesome it really is it's just it allows obviously for us it's Hawaii we get two years out there and it doesn't really do too much you get a year's uh, exemption but you're kind of already there anyway so the Hawaii win is uh, is great to get back there um, and just you know you can obviously play in a year a little bit a little bit better um, but just winning against these guys is it doesn't matter it's still you know we've got eight Hall of Famers and there's another six who are just playing incredible golf so to uh, put your nose in front on one of the events uh, uh, this year was phenomenal well, and you also have a lot of good uh, Australian guys that are out here. Some of your oh, yeah. your fellow Aussies. What what is that like? The camaraderie between you guys or the competition, I should say. Well, it's always good. You know, it's uh, there are a few times we can have a sledge with each other that it kind of goes over the top of the other guys' heads. But you know, when I finished, there was, uh, was at least six or seven guys sitting there. You know, Alka was there obviously as a Kiwi, which was phenomenal. Which you know, we all know as Australian New Zealand when we're fighting against each other, it's always intense. But we're always good friends afterwards and and then my good buddy Johnny Sendon waited till the end as well so um, that that was you know it was just great to see him there and the other guys just yeah alternate Richard Green I say I'm just remembering <laughs> who was there so yeah. yeah it was great I think Stewie Appleby's there was just yeah it was phenomenal it really is it's a it's a fun fun time of the life to be in and um, yeah to win it is just you know makes it a little bit extra special and what it mean as you kind of touched on there what it mean to have them there kind of celebrating with you just knowing that's a big accomplishment here oh it is and and you know we all know it is they know it is everyone else is you know for the whole these next few days it was always everyone was saying congratulations it's just it doesn't matter where you win it, it's still it's still it's hard it's it really is so um we have a, a few a little bit different issues than we did as younger guys you know body here and there but we, we we all know what we have and it's uh as i say it's it's always special to win well you had mentioned one of your old coaches has always said you're talking about it's, it's so hard this game is so hard when one of your old coaches has said that if you could take the emotions out of this game we'd be legends right oh, yeah. you know what how, speak to the the golfing audience about how how you deal with that well it, it's it's time it's practice it's on the range is learning to take expectations out of this game it's uh how do you just turn up and play like a practice round in a tournament and that's the key is um, and thankfully my wife being clinical psychologist we've over the years we've learned how to um, deal with situations I wouldn't say I'm a great student but, <laughs> but yes when it comes time and like last week uh, or on Sunday you know it was just great all day I knew what I was doing out there I was in control just the breathing the slow walking just it's pretty much everything you think you should do in sport you do opposite with golf and you'll be pretty close to being what you need to do to keep calm it's the the not slow over the ball but slow to the ball and just keeping a nice even pace um yeah there's a few little things here and there for me i always look up high just helps you breathe a bit more than looking down at the ground kicking your toes going why me poor me kind of thing you always look up and be confident and smile um it's just little things like that that just gets a gets rid of the negativity and, and helps you concentrate a little bit more and that's it it's a, it's a minute amount that can have you win or lose out here 
Well, speaking of getting rid of the negativity, I remember in 2014, 2015, you were going some, through some swing issues. Mm-hmm. Where it was really difficult to kind of figure out where you were at with that. How do you overcome that, and how do you, how do you deal with those demons? Yeah, well, at that stage, you know, my original coach, Gary Edwin, he, uh, he, we'd, we'd spoken that week, and he explained that he was just he was getting old and he just didn't want to travel anymore. And it was hard for him to get there. So, And luckily, there was another guy, Alex Murray, who I still use to this date, was um, protege of Gary. So we just talked and we started with Alex and we kind of just revamped him. We went back to square one, basically went back to when I first started with Gary and, and what we did there. And, and that was the process. And thankfully, it didn't take long to get the feels back. Um, I think we... Uh, I, went, I was at home, my dad had passed away, so I went home for six weeks, I think, and the first event back, I was on the corn ferry and I won that, I shot, you know, 25 under. So it was that then was, you know, we'd gotten over that hump of just trying to get whatever the little things had led into the swing and where it wasn't great, to now getting back to feeling like I could play again and compete. And then obviously Shriners was a, just a, a bit over a year after that. and. And it's just kept progressing. You know, I feel now the game is, is really solid. It's just, you know, we've got 72 guys out here, and it's but it's good competition. You know, there's 40 of those guys, those solid players, and um, unfortunately the other 30, we kind of we just deal with injuries. So it's kind of that fluctuates throughout the, throughout the, the week. But, yeah, it, it's just been a, you know, it, it's a journey I think we all having this game it's ups and downs and it's it's trying to stay up as long as you can and thankfully with the philosophy of my swing which um, I learned from Gary obviously is is fantastic and now Alex has taken over and it's uh, it's a very simplified swing which I think is repeatable and, and it's it, it makes sense to me and it's that's the key is finding whoever teaches you to make it when you're listening it makes sense so that's okay I get it I understand it and you can flow with it well, you had mentioned ups and downs earlier, just a second ago. Mm-hmm. One of those big ups you alluded to there as well, Shriners winning in 2016 on the PGA Tour, your last PGA Tour win. How did that feel to get that done? It had been so many years since your last win. Yeah, it had, it, it was amazing. But as, as again, I think we got out of that not being able to play great golf where I wanted to be to get into the situation where it was good. And then all of a sudden... You know, the, well, not all of a sudden. Obviously, it was a, it was a slow build-up, and then we started with 60 the first round, and it was great. And I just felt the comfort of I'm back in this spot, and I just went through all my mental notes that with my wife that we had to do, and just basically that's all I focused on. And the game, um, obviously, it's held it's held up with the test of time, and it uh, the last I think six holes I just I one putted everything. And that's, you know, that's the thing. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. And then obviously to hold that bomb on the last was just, that, that was part was huge. That was the most exciting, you know, we've all dreamed about that from 30 years ago as kids, making this long putt to win the tournament. And to actually do it was obviously Brooks Koepka was there. Who I think he'd only had one PGA Tour win at that, at that time, but obviously he's gone on to be a, a great player. And Lucas Glover, who's just a, you know, he's played great this year as well. So there's two guys in there that, to go up against were, were you know solid great players so yeah to get that win was huge and that allowed me to then be fully exempt till I was exactly 50 which was yeah that's like winning the lotto it was great well Brooks uh he, he must have been spurred on by by losing to you right you, you got to chalk it up to that right I did mention to that to him that I, I think I spurred him on I think he had a 
uh, a poster of me with a dartboard that he used to throw at it just to irk him on I think so <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true but um, no he, he was and he was good about it like, you know, there was a little meme going around where I think I photobombed him and I sent that to him and he got a good chuckle out of that so um, yeah it, uh, if I did great good I'm happy I did but I think he was always going to be a pretty stout player Definitely a strong player for sure. You were mentioning coaching earlier, Gary, and then Alex, guys you've worked with in the past. As a father, your eldest son, Sam, played in high school golf, and he's you know 19 now, And but initially you were his first coach. And what was that like as a father-son dynamic? Say, how, how, how is that challenge you know, for other fathers out there? Oh, it's extremely difficult. It's, uh, you know, obviously I've been around, I've seen it all, so you're trying to tell him that, and I think sometimes we may try and push a little bit too much information on there, but, um, yeah, unfortunately, we were kind of getting to loggerheads. So it was like, okay, time to stop. He was keen on the game, so I said, right, let's start with Alex. Uh, and it, so we're in a three-way uh, group chat on text, so it, it's good. So, But I sit back and I just try and let Alex and Sam nut it out together. And then when I'm with Sam, I'll just basically try and teach him how to get around a golf course. Um, that that's pretty much where I'm offering now. Obviously, he can ask a question about the swing, and I'll have a fairly good idea because it's the same, very similar theory. Um, but yes, it become a lot better, and, and you know you can see the results. They improve. He improved much more. He understood things more because Alex is you know that's his job. He has hundreds of kids, so he can deal with kids a lot better. And but it's the same. You know it's doesn't matter with kids it doesn't matter whose kids you are you tell them something and they don't listen but someone else says the same thing and they listen that's what my wife says about me yeah well yeah but no and that's where we were whereas now it's uh you know three years on it's it's been good you know we can chat about different things now and i can explain what alex means if he doesn't quite understand it but it's that's the process where i'm trying to get him to ask alex so he can understand so they can have their own relationship together and is your son Sam, is he at university now, or, or where where we yeah. find him? So he's over in uh, Stockton, California, just south of um, Sacramento. So UOP? Yep. Yeah. So he's, uh, yeah, he just, uh, just, what's it, three months now, I guess he's been in. So he's he's fresh. So he's, uh, yeah, he's, he hasn't been great, but I didn't, ex- I, I would expect it would be a year before he gets comfortable. It's just, because uh, he, he didn't start until 13, 14. So he's, he's a long one behind a lot of the kids in that area. But it's just learning golf. You know, golf is a game we we never. It's never ending. You always learn. So for him, it's he's at the infancy of it all. So yeah, I expect him. You know, next year, end of next next year, he'll start to play really well. You mentioned golf being a game where you where you're always learning. I think about you. You practically have three teenage kids now: 19, 18, and 12, roughly. Yeah. Uh, what about as a father at at this stage? Like, what what are you learning, or or how is that uh, for you? Uh, well, it's difficult being away so much still because it's you know this is the job, this is what we, it's what we've done. So, yeah, that that part's hard. You like to be home a little bit more for the kids, um, just to be a father. So you miss you certainly miss out on a lot of things, um, but it's kind of nice now they can actually see that I can play golf still. Um, they wouldn't have seen a whole lot at you know at that age when I went on the tour, but. Now it's it's nice that, um, you know, like this weekend, it was great. They were very excited. They had the win and watched me on the TV. And so those things are great. Um, but, yeah, just the being away is a little bit, bit bit tough. But, you know, it is it's part of it, unfortunately. 
Well, speaking of being away, how often do you get back to Australia? What's usually your, your goal with that? Well, obviously, COVID sort of shut us down for a, for a free few years. So uh, I'll be heading back. We headed back last year for a short period, but this year is a little bit longer. So I'll definitely be going home, definitely playing the PGA. Um, and, and that's the other stuff, a couple of little proams here and there on the senior tour. But I just want to take a break um, just to catch up with friends and family I haven't seen for, for that long. So, uh, but yeah, definitely playing out Royal Queensland, home course. I'm just right around. So I haven't got to play it since it's been there. So I'm looking forward to uh, yeah, take Smithy down. So I think you might have something to say about that, but okay, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll try anyway. You know, I know I'm a long way behind him in distance, but that, that's okay. It's, uh, I, I've played there a lot of times, so I know my way around. Yeah. What do you like about the course specifically? Um, it, it's it's uh, you know it's it's different than we we used to playing. Obviously, got redesigned quite a few years ago, so it's just it's just there in front of you it, it's nothing uh, you don't have to overthink it it's just a it's a fun course to play and you know you get on a golf course that, that you have fun with it's you normally score well so I, I just as I say just enjoy having some fun out there and yeah see how we go well, I would just say as we uh, look to wrap up here um, when you think about um, sentimental memories on the PGA Tour you know here we are at this stage and you're almost your mid-50s now mm-hmm. you look back on on the tour, I know there's the wins, but what what kind of comes to mind sentimentally on on the older other younger tour? Oh, it's just you know it's just the people you meet over the years. It's uh, we've met so many great friends now, and um, you know you take the wins away from it all. It's it's obviously it's that's what it it comes down to having the people you meet over the years, and we've met so many amazing people over the 20 years of golf. It's uh, it's been fantastic, and they all make you. Uh, feel so welcome it's um yeah it's, it's been a great place to to come and play and thankfully play well enough to keep a job out here for for this long well, in the last couple of minutes just want to wrap up with different parts of the game and how we as amateurs can improve driving you know we see amateurs struggle all the time but what's a good advice with driving well i think most times is if, if everyone just tries to hit it so hard the, you know the game's all put on being hard you got to hit it far 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 but it's really it's just it's being at your limitations as 80 percent is about as most as fast as you should swing a golf club especially with drive you let the shaft do the work it's not the muscles you know if once you get better yes you can incorporate that but for the average punter you just you you don't you stop hitting it so hard you'll end up hitting it sweeter or more often and then generally that's with the new driver and the technology of the balls it's going to go a little bit more straighter so Generally, that's the easiest way. Is just keep it a little bit smoother. And then uh, the last piece would be uh, iron play. Like, how can we improve our irons when we're out there? It's just the same. It's the same, but it's you know, it's, it's getting the you know, we all we're all so unique with our golf swings. There's no really, there's not many people that swing it the same. But it's it's just getting fitted properly. It's getting the right shaft for your swing, um, and that's because you'll grab a club out of wherever it is, and you'll hit it and go, "Wow, that's good." So maybe that's the shaft that you need and that kick point or whatever it is, that's the shaft that's good for you. So, you know, you get another one that's no good. It's, you know, that's the trial and error of this game. Whereas for us, you know, yes, we have all this out here and um, we get to choose it. Although I haven't changed much in my equipment for years because I just know what it is. But it's, yeah, I'm pleased. It's understanding your equipment more than anything else. Great stuff, Rod Pampling. Appreciate the time, and uh, good luck the rest of the way on the PGA Tour Champions. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
All right, my thanks to Rod Pampling for jumping on. I love how he's joking about the Australian PGA. See if he can take down Smitty. See if he can take down Cam Smith. That's actually going on this week. So we'll see what happens, what comes from that. But so interesting stuff, though. I like what Rod had to say, especially about family, as he talks about being a father of three that are basically all in their teens, how he's balancing that. It's tough being on the road so much. But it's nice he gets to go back to Australia on a week like this with that Aussie PGA going on. And, of course, Sam, his son, in college at University of Pacific in Stockton on the golf team. And just, as he mentioned, it's just tricky. You're trying to teach him. You're trying to to tell him what you know as a pro golfer, but he's only going to listen to so much. So interesting dynamics there, as Rod explains. So anyway, hope it was an enjoyable listen for you, and we'll catch up soon here on Beyond the Clubhouse.